This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. Talk of Fame Network is sponsored by GEICO, where just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to GEICO.com. And you probably, probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. Well, we promised you Cleveland coach Hugh Jackson. You know what? We have him here with us now. Hugh, of course, took over the Browns a year ago after serving as an assistant with Cincinnati. But before that, among other positions, he served as a quarterback's coach for Joe Flacco and the Baltimore Ravens. So he's the perfect, and I said perfect guy, to talk about the AFC North. And Hugh, just wondering, uh, how is it that you missed Pittsburgh on your AFC North tour? (laughs) <laughs> well, that's, that's one place I don't want to go to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Hugh, let's get to what people want to know. The Browns will be better this season. I know that. But how much better and how soon before you see this team competing for a division title? You know, Clark, you don't, I don't have the, the perfect answer for that. I know that our guys, we are better. There's no question. I give a lot of that credit to our leadership team, you know, led by Sashi Brown and obviously our owners, Dee and Jimmy Haslam, they did a great job. I think our scouts, our coaches, all involved with the draft, did a tremendous job. I have not had an opportunity to touch the players yet. We'll do that this weekend. And I have a better idea how they will fit in with the rest of the team that we have here now. You're sitting there at the top of the first round. You could have had Trubisky. You could have had Mahomes. You could have had Watson. You had the 12th pick as well. But you didn't take any of those guys. You waited on Kaiser in the second. How did you break down the quarterbacks? Well, it wasn't so much that we were waiting. I think uh, the way it all fell for us, and obviously there was other teams that drafted quarterbacks before us. Um, We did what we felt was right for organization and taking Deshaun. Uh, We think we got great value for when we took him. Uh, we really like the player. We we love his characteristics and the things he'll bring to our organization. But uh, we're excited that he's going to be a part of our football team. Does he remind you of anybody? Well, I know he's he'll get compared to other people. I try not to do any comparisons. I have never personally coached a guy that uh, has this kind of skill set. He's a very big athlete with a big arm, very intelligent. Um, he has a lot of the, the things that we look for in AFC North quarterbacks. But um, I'm going to finally get my hands on him this weekend, and that's what I'm excited about. Last year, obviously, Hugh was tough for everybody in Cleveland, uh, uh, most of all probably for you as, as the coach. How uh, difficult uh, a year was it for you, and, and, and how did you get yourself through it? Well, losing is never easy, you know, and there's no question about that, especially when you are used to winning. Um, and I think it was tough for all of us, but I think we kind of all leaned on each other, players, coaches, the organization, uh, everybody who I mentioned earlier, just to get through it. We knew it was tough. We didn't, everybody, nobody expected it to be as tough as it was, but we understand the situation that we were in, and we understand that we got to fight our way out of it. As a head coach, what do you, how do you sort of get through as the season's dragging along? You know, how do you approach your, your players? Because it's pretty, it would be pretty, pretty easy, I would think, for them to you know, lose heart at some point in time and just say, you know, just, I, you know I don't know. How do you, how, how do, you deal with that as, as the coach and the leader? I think that's what you said is so true. I, I try to be the same. You know, I try to be very authentic in what I do, what our players, I don't get too high, don't get too low, and I uh, try to create the right environment along with the rest of our staff for our players to keep fighting through. And uh, they were able to heed that message, and they did. You know, for them to win a game uh, as late in the season as we did, it says a lot about their character. It says a lot about the culture in our locker room and what we're trying to accomplish here. 
We're speaking with Cleveland head coach Hugh Jackson on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us on the web at talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at, at talkoffamenet. And Hugh Goose mentioned a lot of pre-draft speculation about quarterbacks, and there was pre-draft speculation that you were interested in people saying really interested in Mitch Trubisky from UNC. Uh, true or false? And, and did the Browns try to move up to the second spot to get him? Well, I think it'd be really uh... – not my place to talk about Mitch. He's on another team right now. And I don't think at this point any of those things that happened a few weeks, a week ago now really matters. I think what really matters is we're excited about the players that we put on our team. We're looking forward to coaching these guys and getting these guys better and getting them with the rest of their teammates. You know, why is it so hard to find a quarterback? Well, I think it's, um, you know, it's a process. And it's, it's hard because the, college, the colleges nowadays are not playing – uh, per se, NFL football. They are playing really good football, but it's not maybe what we do up here in this league. But um, you just have to go through the process as much as you can, dig, do all the digging that you need to do to find guys that fit what it is that you want. But I think throughout the National Football League, as you just mentioned, I think we're all you know, uh, making sure, and, and it's kind of hard to find out who are the quarterbacks that can play and play well in this league. Yeah, the, uh, the Patriots back in 2000 you know, kept four quarterbacks and by then I'd been covering the league since Red Grange played so I was kind of scratching my head <laughs> what the hell are they doing all these guys you know and then it turned out to be you know the least of them all became you know one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time uh, could you see that happening in Cleveland realistically and, and, and what is there there for for Osweiler in the way you see it well we uh, the four guys we have here and gonna have here they're all gonna compete you know starting with Cody Kessler and Brock Osweiler and and Kevin Hogan, and now Deshaun Kaiser. We're going to put them out there and give them opportunity to compete. I think it's the right thing to do. I think every player that comes in our organization deserves a right, deserves an opportunity to showcase his talent and ability. And if it's something we feel real good about, then we're going to continue to move forward with them. So we, we will do it that way. I think it's the right way to do it. It's the way our organization sees it. You're just wondering, when you look at what you've got this year, um, what's your biggest challenge going forward you look up and down that roster what's your biggest challenge i mean we all focus on the quarterback but i'm wondering do you focus on something else and then as a second part what's your message to browns fans is it be patient or is it no i mean we think we can win now well i think um, there's a little bit of both there i think what i focus on is our football team i think uh, the most important job i have is is making sure that we become better as a team and uh that's our, my charge, our coach's charge, and we're going to do that. I think, um, do I think we're better? And what I would say to our fans is um, it's going to be different. I think we're very excited about that. I think we're a better football team than we were a year ago. How much better we are, I mean, that's yet to be seen. There's no games uh, slated right away right now. There's a lot of practice ahead of us. We know there's a lot of work to do to get better. But we, we want to compete. You know, you don't play uh, pro football or coach pro football to walk out and lose. So we're going to do everything we can to put ourselves in position to win. When you say it's going to be different, what do you mean? Well, I think it's going to be different in the sense that I think we're heading into year two. I think we kind of know uh, who we are and what we're trying to become. I think we've done a great job, as I mentioned earlier, of putting better talent on our roster. We think we have some young talent that we're continuing to develop each and every day that's going to help our football team and be better in this league as we get ready to play this year. So I truly believe things will be different. I think we'll look different. I think we'll play different. And that's what we're trying to accomplish. 
what does Miles Garrett mean to this team? Well, I mean, obviously he's uh, he was our number one pick. He was the number one pick of the draft. We think he's a tremendous football player. He needs to come in here and demonstrate that at this level. Um, we understand that we got to create an environment for him to be the best he can be. And uh, but the talent's there. We just got to put him in position to make the plays that we think he can. Was there ever a doubt that he'd be the first pick? Uh, I, there was probably not a doubt in my mind as, as we did all the digging and as we did all of our homework, you know, as a group to make sure he was the right guy. I mean, obviously, Sashi did a great job with his staff of making sure we crossed every T, dotted every I to make sure this was the guy we wanted. And he's the guy we chose. So we're excited to have him. Is there a particular kind of pressure having the number one, number one pick? Uh, you know, if you don't hit on that one, you know, everybody in the world turns around and says, well, God, you had every, you could, you know, every guy was out there and you took, you know, Kenny Sims like the Patriots did uh, a number of years ago, even though everybody else would have taken Kenny Sims. Is there a particularly different pressure when you're picking that number one, number one guy? Well, it could be. You know, you don't ever want to be in that position because it says a couple of things. One, you probably didn't have a great season. And number two, you just said it, it's about getting it right. But I, I feel very comfortable and confident that our group did everything that we could do to put ourselves in the best position of picking the right guy. Now, our player needs to validate that by the way he plays, but there's no question that we went above and beyond of making sure that this was going to be the right guy for our football team, and we truly believe he is. Hey, Hugh, we got to run, but uh, thanks so much for the time, and best of luck with this season. Thank you so much. I appreciate the time with you, man. Thanks, Thank you. That was Cleveland coach Hugh Jackson. Coming up, why a former official, no, why Art McNally belongs in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Now, the reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. This is Stan White. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. 